Welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is fitness expert Mark Fullerton. Hello, sir. See, I give you, you come on with Mazzetti, I give you a title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See? That's a nice title. Thank I, you. That, that but, is uh, a nice You're title. the only one that calls me that, by the way. <laughs> oh, 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 am I? Yeah. We're but, not going to talk, about, We're not gonna talk about what other people yeah. call you because. That's true. Yeah, right. Yeah. So what's new? Oh, God. Middle of winter. It's, uh, you know, hardest <laughs> time of the year to be here and uh, yeah. hard to, like, you know, keep your energy levels up and everything. And, um, yeah, just going sideways right now. Absolutely. It's getting a little lighter outside. You it is, that? It, hey, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. And you're still te teaching spin classes? Yeah, and a good good news since last time we spoke, which oh, yeah, was a couple right. months ago, is yeah. that uh, is that it's sort of turned a corner in my, my eyes now. Like it's, uh, really? you know, all the people that fled for the last three years from COVID yeah. are sort of creeping creeping back in a little bit. We have some exciting classes because they're they're pushing up to about 10 again. Okay. Where they had been about half that. So all right. we're getting better. Now, as far as, is there a cap of how many people per class? Well, in my gym, yep. 20, because okay. we only have 20 bikes. Gotcha. So Got I mean, you can go to a much bigger gym. Right. I don't know. Nah. Like, I don't know how many they have at the Y, but there's probably more. Right. Yeah. We're not going to the Y. No, we're going to, we're going to Iron House Fitness. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, so tell us a little bit about you and your background. Oh, my background? Um, so I'm a service brat, which means my father was in the Air Force, yep. and uh, I traveled to eight states, one other country, switched schools 11 times in 12 years. Yeah, so, um, so I think um, that made me sort of an extrovert, or maybe I would have already been an extrovert, I don't know. But people in schools, uh, military schools and stuff like that, they tend to make new friends easily right. because they're always used to like leaving and going someplace else. So then I, um, so I, I, I almost went in the military. I went to uh, the military academy for a couple years and that wasn't for me. So I graduated from uh, University of Maine. Okay. And, uh, and then I met my, my uh, first wife on Cape Cod and, uh, and I looked at her and I said, oh, you're, you're my first wife. No, and um, and then we um, moved. To, she worked in Boston, and I worked in Connecticut. So we moved to Providence, and then we relocated to Connecticut. And I've been here for thirty-two years. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Obviously, there's a difference in weather between Maine and Connecticut. <laughs> Not oh, that much. Yeah, but just about forty degrees. No, yeah, I was right. From, I was from four hundred miles into Maine. You get you hit Maine, and you drive for six more hours before you get to where I used to live. It's limestone, Maine. Oh it was a half hour from Canada. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Arusta County, the potato, potato county. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, we went for Christmas. We were up in New Hampshire. We were in Whitefield, New Hampshire. Okay. Up at the Mountain View Grand. My, my mom didn't tell my dad and I where we were going. My dad looks at me, he's like, we're about 45 minutes North of the Canadian border. Oh, you were? I'm like, really? Was it cold? It was, when we got there Friday, mm -hmm. it was 13 degrees. Yeah, that's so funny. I think the, the, the lowest temperature I've been in is minus 30. Yeah. But you can't breathe in all the way. Like, no. you have to breathe in really slow when it's that temperature. So. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I'm glad I'm not there anymore. Yeah, no, me, <laughs> no, me either. Yeah, it's nice to be down in Connecticut. Where it's balmy in January. Exactly, exactly. 
So how did you get interested in the line of teaching spin classes? Well, um, my, uh, a friend of mine who had a gym just uh, happened to be the first gym in Connecticut to pick up spinning. Okay. And, and he knew I was a bicyclist, so he asked me if I would teach it. And because I don't like to ride in the wintertime outside, right. um, I was like totally motivated to do it. And you choreograph, you, you choreograph the class to music right. for your tastes. And, um, and for me to be able to do that and uh, work out and get paid for it was just Absolutely. like a home run, you know? Absolutely. For, yeah, so I did it. I've never stopped. I did it for um, 26 years now. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. that's fun. Absolutely. And you still have to come take a class. I know, yeah, that's yeah. right. You and I, were, you, last time we, you were here, we talked about that. And yeah, we'll go for a Sunday class, Sunday yeah. at 9, yeah. Okay, yeah. Come we, take it. We can do, we can do, we can definitely awesome. do that. That would be fun. And now, how hard are your classes, or does, or does it depend on your level of expertise? Well, that's the say? beauty of a spin class, is you control your own resistance. Oh, really? So, uh, so you could have somebody who's not very fit and older in the class with like a professional cyclist and <laughs> and and you could uh, and they could both take the same class they both be motivated by the music right they both be motivated by all the people in class right but you know they they don't have the same output obviously but uh they could be in the same class because the bikes aren't going anywhere absolutely you just have different set of resistance on there so basically the 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 music teaches the class yeah. so i'm sort of a spin snob in the fact that like there's a <laughs> lot of spinning instructors that i don't think time the music time the the what they're doing in class to the music right. but there's certain to me there's certain times where a song motivates you to work out a little harder. Uh, yeah. Tends to be like the chorus. Right. And that's when you do a an interval, I call it, where you'll add like a full turn more resistance mm -hmm. or you'll go twice as fast for 15 to 20 seconds. Okay. And then after that interval, theoretically, you've gone from an aerobic heart rate to right. an anaerobic heart rate. Mm -hmm. And then you go back to the aerobic heart rate and if you do say 20 to 30 intervals yep. during the class where you go anaerobic 20 to 30 times, if the participant, if the student does that, right. then they'll, they'll realize that they'll burn twice as many calories recovering from the class right. as they did while they took the class. So really? it's basically, if you do what I want you to do, mm -hmm. you get three classes for every class you take right. worth of burning calories. But if you don't, if you don't go anaerobic right. during the intervals, then as soon as you get in your car, your workout's over. Yeah. You, you're done. Yeah. You, you pretty much crashed and burned. Yeah. So there is a point to going to heart rate max or anaerobic, which is the recovery it takes your body to recover from that. There's, there's a 60-hour recovery period where you're probably burning 20 to 25 calories more per hour just recovering for 60 really? hours. So if you multiply that, you got like 1,200 extra calories from having suffered f 20 to 30 intervals. Gotcha. Yeah. And now how long is the class? So my classes are either 50 minutes or an hour. Okay. Yeah. That's, um, which most classes, I mean, they design spin to be a 45 minute class oh, do with they? a five minute warm up and a five minute cool down. For like serious cyclists, that's not a lot of time. No. But um, an, an hour's a bit much, I think. But, uh, you know, the hardcore people really want it. They want the, they want the hour class. And obviously you do an hour, you offer an hour class. Yeah, uh, yeah, 5.30 a.m. Wednesday, hour class. Yeah, that's, uh, 
that's a tough time to get up. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So you do well, a, do you do the 5:30 a.m. I used class? to have three of them. I only have one now. Just just 5:30 a.m. on Wednesday is my only 5:30 a.m. class. Okay. My other one's 9 a.m. on Sunday. Sunday, that's right. Yeah, so that's that's a reasonable schedule. But oh, absolutely. I, I, I could, I would like to have three classes again, but it's just not popular no. as it was anymore. No, and I'm sure, I'm, sure, I'm yeah. sure, especially now in the way that we are now in the winter, that it's probably tough to get out of bed at four in the morning to yeah, I get mean, out you, of... You, you go back uh, just, you know, three and a half years ago, and 5.30 a.m. class, you couldn't get in unless you signed up two days in advance. Really? It would be full, yeah. There'd be people on the waiting list all the time. But... Um, that's not the case anymore ever since. <laughs> no, 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 no. Everybody, everybody bought a Peloton. Everybody's at home working out, you know. Yeah. Hopefully the Pelotons start to get laundry on them. Yep. And they come back to the gyms where it's, there's friends and people to talk to and stuff like now, that. Now, what's the difference between the Peloton bikes and the bikes that you guys ride during your spin class? Um, so the Peloton bike is basically a spin bike. It's yep. uh, probably a little nicer. I mean, oh. you, you sky's the limit on a spin bike. A gym can buy any caliber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Peloton bike is probably like a close to a $2,000 um, studio bike. Yeah. The, the thing that makes it a Peloton bike is the brand Peloton created the bike to be a studio bike, but it also created all the software it did to, so that you can perform the class at home along with 4,000 other people around the world. Wow. And you pay for that service to bring the, the class into your house. So most people who buy the Peloton bike are looking for the organized class, and they what they do is they follow an instructor or instructors, mm -hmm. and um, and they pick different rides that they're going to do. But anytime during the day, you can, uh, you know, they have this big screen. It's a big, you know, 18-inch LED screen oh, on okay. the bike, and you and you see like all of your graphics, your, um, you know, what you're putting out, how hard people are working out. It tells you where you are in there. You might be 111 of 700. You might be right. four of 4,000, I mean, based on yeah. how much output. So it's, it's judging your, your, your output, your, your kilojoules output, right. how much work you're doing. Gotcha. Yeah. And our, our bikes, yeah. <clears throat> like our spin bikes, right in Iron House Fitness, mm -hmm. well, you know, when we were had big classes and everything. Our bikes put out uh, work output too, kilojoules, watts, um, RPMs, heart rate, everything. And so we too had a leaderboard where you'd follow like who was um, in first and second and third on oh, the cool. thing. And so you could compete. And you know, just to tell you, the truth is, is when you're competing, mm -hmm. you will work out a lot harder than when you're just in a class with no metrics. And you're sitting around. Yeah, when there's metrics, you compete, or most people compete with themselves or with other people in the class. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, what is a jewel? Oh, God, I'd be lying if I... I'm, 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 you don't I'm know just going to make uh, this up. That's fine. Yeah, go ahead. Make I'll it make up. up a, a jewel. A jewel is a kilojoule. A uh, kilojoule is... Uh, so how, you take watts, yep. how, what your output is in watts, Kay. and you multiply that by time, yep. and somehow watts times time equals kilojoules. So here's, here's a good way to analyze <laughs> okay. it, right? So watts, watts is your speedometer. Yep. I'm going 50 miles an hour, now I'm going 80 miles an hour. Yep. So when you're working out of a bike, you're doing so many watts, maybe 100 watts, mm. and then you're doing 200 watts. So it's like a speedometer. Yeah. The kilojoules is like the odometer. It, it doesn't go like this. Right. It just goes one, two, three, four, five, and it counts up. You know? So the kilojoules continue to uh, accumulate. Right. So you'll do one kilojoule, then two, 
And then over the course of a class, like we were getting over a thousand kilojoules in one class. We were getting up to 1100 oh, wow. at times, which was extraordinary because we all started around 700 mm. when we first got the metric gauges that judged it, that, that determined what it was. And then because we were competing, we all got like 30% stronger in the next like six months. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. So it's cool. So yeah, so that's what, like whatever a kilojoule is. Yep. It's like an odometer. All right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that works. Yeah. That 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 explanation mm -hmm. is that explanation is okay with me. And obviously, if you want if you want to take your class, the other thing we want to talk about is you want to learn how to eat right. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you might as well because sure. eighty percent of what you look like is what you're eating, and only twenty percent is what you're doing. So you can uh, <laughs> you can you can you can fix your you know most of what you're doing by eating right. Right. Yeah. Mark, would you mind sticking around for another segment? Sure. All right, we'll be right back. Do trees tell each other stories? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, why don't we go find out? Listen. Do clouds take naps? I couldn't tell you. Dad, do stars visit their friends? Look! Community TV, your neighborhood TV. Publicly funded and a reliable partner for cable companies nationwide. It provides transparent coverage of local and state government, education, and public programming. A digital town green that can be watched anywhere, anytime, and on any device. Watch us on today's high-tech distribution methods. Community TV in Connecticut. Local. Unfiltered. Reliable. And, and yours. yours. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti, sitting here with fitness expert Mark Fullerton. Welcome back, sir. Nice to see you. Hey. Nice to be hey. here. Thanks. Thanks for sticking around and not leaving me. <laughs> no, we're good. Thanks for sticking. This is awesome. I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Mm. So, all right. We talked about the spin classes. We talked about the bikes. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about, and we talked about it briefly before we went to the break. Mm -hmm. How important is what you eat? as far as the way you want to work out and trying to be somewhat fit in the world? Yeah, eat whatever you eat, is, it's like not important at all. You know, you can eat whatever you want, right. basically. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the, the opposite is true. Eating is like, <laughs> eating is like everything. It's like, you, you, you know, the number one thing you can do right. to determine what you want to look like is, is eat correctly right. and, and learn how to eat correctly and learn what works for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's all different diets out there. There's low carb diets, there's high protein diets, there's um, keto diets. And, mm -hmm. and you got to figure out like which of those things works for you and which of those things has like, some of them have negative effects as far as um, maybe your body or lifestyle, you know, a lot of people do intermittent fasting and stuff mm -hmm. like that. The, the thing about intermittent fasting is like your body's deprived of like, um, glucose all day right. um, and uh, and so you lose a little bit of energy and so while that works for some people you know if you're going to be uh, doing something where you need a lot of energy then intermittent fasting is probably not the thing to do that day right you know maybe you can work it into your diet once or twice a week um, the latest thing that I changed my diet to was carb cycling if you've ever heard of that no what is it oh so a lot of people go on low carb diets right right um, carb cycling is a way to confuse your body uh -oh. so that it burns more glycogen by going on 
low carb diet twice a week, normal carb diet three times a week, and a high carb diet twice a week, ah. which keeps your body sort of guessing. And it also provides you on those two days that you go on a high carb diet, mm -hmm. it provides your body with more glycogen to do the, the long workout you're probably gonna do that day if you're gonna do a big workout. Right. So, um, you know, I, I tend to believe that uh, everybody needs one gram of protein for each pound that they weigh. Okay. So if you weigh 160 pounds, you should be getting 160 grams of protein in a day. Okay. But that said, your body can probably only metabolize 40 grams of protein at one meal. So if you really? were to get 80, right. then 40 of them will just simply pass through you. Right. So you're gonna have to eat four times in one day right. and get 40 grams of protein to get all the protein that you're gonna need in one day. Um, that's, uh, that's what I believe, but you know, yeah, to, no. to, to, to build muscle, to continue to have muscle. Um, and, and people do need carbohydrates. The, the thing is there's so many different kinds of carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. I mean, sugar is a carbohydrate, oh, but yeah. it's not the kind of carbohydrate you want. No. You want the carbohydrates that come from eating um, fruits and vegetables and right. things like that. The complex carbohydrates. The good stuff. So, the good stuff, yeah. So the best thing to do is to eat small meals. Yep. Because when you eat a big meal, when you try to, if you, if you don't eat all day and then you eat one big meal, you're, you're doing a few things. You're eating more food than your body can process. Mm -hmm. you, you can't possibly, if, if you ate 100 grams of protein at that one big meal, yeah. your body can't metabolize it and use it. No. And you're also like increasing the size of your stomach so that like you tend to get hungry more often. Right. And a, a good rule of thumb is like a meal should be as big as your fist. You know, the whole meal should be as big as your fist. Okay. Because that's how big you want your stomach to be. Right. Like, just that big. So you don't want to, like, I mean, obviously we go out and eat and we eat more than that. But on a regular daily basis, like, small meals, your body will get used to feeling full as you consume a, quicker than a small meal. Yeah. Absolutely. So have a small meal, that big, and yep. eat it slow. And don't, you know, eat it as slow as you can eat it. Make it take, right. you know, it's funny because I have a... I have breakfast with a guy every Sunday, and he takes my class, and then we go eat. And we have to sit there for an hour because he has an egg sandwich every morning and um, on Sundays, and it takes him an hour to eat that egg sandwich. And I, and I, look, and I, want, I, want, to, I want to do that. I want to be able to do that. Right. But like I would literally eat that egg sandwich in like three minutes. Yeah. You know? So I can say what's right, but like I, don't, I can't do it. No. But he can. Yeah. And I'm going to try to. You can try that one of these days. Try to be more like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And obviously drink a lot of water to flush out your flush out. Yeah, that's a problem we all have. I mean, not to promote any one product, but like I have, I, that's my biggest problem is drinking um, enough water during the day. Right. So I recently found a, a, a product that I love called uh, Gatorade Fit that has, um, it's easy to drink because okay. it has flavor. But it doesn't have, well, it has like two grams of sugar, which is almost nothing. Yeah. has almost no sugar. But, and, and the sugar it has is just from watermelon. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't uh, have like, you know, high fructose corn syrup right. or anything crazy like that. But the beautiful thing about it, it doesn't have any, it doesn't have any artificial sweetener either, which is also not good for you. Yeah, no. So like every diet soda out there is full of artificial sweetener. Yep. Everything that doesn't have sugar in it that tastes awesome is full of artificial sweeteners, yep. but Gatorade Fit doesn't have it. And so like, I, I literally probably have a hundred 
bottles of it in my office because I'll drink it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I just don't drink enough water. No. And, uh, and you should. So. Absolutely. But each bottle only has 10 calories, so it's like, oh. it's like drinking water. It's pretty close, but it has flavor. So. But it's good for you. Um, it, oh. It's probably, well, it has electrolytes, so yeah, right. you're right. It is good for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. There you go. Yeah. So what else we want to talk about? We've got, we got some time left. What else we want to um, mention? I don't know. We got talked about this. We could talk about, let's, let's go into a little bit about um, um, hmm. resistance exercise. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, somebody asked me, like, if you could only do a cardiovascular exercises or resistance exercise mm -hmm. to stay fit, you had to pick one or the other, and you couldn't do the one you didn't pick, which one would you do? And I said, I bought Pete Mazzetti's book of lifting weights. All right. Um, and I've determined that, that lifting uh, the resistance exercises right. would be better off for maintaining a healthy weight right. than the cardio. Yeah, because if you do it right, if you do the resistance exercises correctly, which means you do them till you can't do them anymore. And... Uh, then your body will burn calories, once again, mm -hmm. for 60 hours after your workout. And so you'll accumulate all those extra calories that you burn while you're driving, while you're sleeping, while you're at work. Because the day before, when you were working out, you worked out to failure, right. just to failure. And I recently, like I changed my whole workout like three weeks ago and I'm you know, 57 years old almost 58 nice. and uh and what i found out because i was reading about it is that one good way to break down muscle tissue so that you actually do break because it's not easy you got to do you got to do the exercise correctly right you've got to use the muscle you're trying to work on mm -hmm. and um and if you break down that muscle then you, it'll it'll take a lot of calories to repair but there's a school of thought that like muscles react well to a thing called time under tension t-u-t okay. Oh, okay. And it's not so much how many repetitions you do. It's not that. It's how long your body is. So I do 10-second repetitions where it's five seconds to lift the weight up and five seconds to bring it back down. Okay. And it looks ridiculous when you see somebody in a gym like doing a 10-second repetition. But after seven or eight repetitions, which is like a minute and 20 seconds, yep. like it's excruciating like across the muscle you're using. It's, it's like so painful that it takes me like four or five minutes to recover from one set of doing that, right? But, really? but the, the thing about it is the next day, mm. like the muscle that I worked out really hurts, yeah. which is something that I haven't felt probably ever. But uh, so I'm hooked on time under tension. Okay. And I think that that is really good for inducing that calorie burn after you do resistance exercises. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And then just remember when you do that uh, resistance exercise mm -hmm. that you only have like 45 minutes to an hour to, uh, to get protein back in your body because that's the only time your body can absorb that protein to repair that muscle. And we actually have to mention tonight, we've got a studio audience, sort of. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> We have a studio audience. Yeah, yeah, we got people. We got, we got people. We got people. My wife and Vinny, the comedian. Yeah. Nice. I know. You're on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
That's right, Vinny, Vinny the Comedian. He is. That would be you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah? Okay. Uh, so what else? We got a couple more minutes left. Oh, I don't know. Um, All right. What else is there? We talked about carb cycling. Ah, what? another thing I'm doing recently. Yes. Let's talk about me. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. Is uh, um, HIT workouts. A HIT workout is... A HIT workout. It's, it's, it, it, HIT stands for high intensity training. And it just means, there you go. yeah, so, so for a period of time, and I'm talking 20 seconds, mm -hmm. you do something as hard as you can so that your heart rate goes <laughs> to max. Mm -hmm. And then you take like three, two, twice that long to recover. So let's say 20 seconds as hard as you can, yep. and then 40 seconds to recover. Okay. And then you do that 15 times, right? Okay. And it's, it's only 15 minutes. The whole workout's only 15 minutes. You wow. would think that that would be pretty easy, but it's exhausting. Yeah. And, um, and that's so good for your heart because like the way your heart works, they say like, what's your max heart rate? Do you know the equation to figure out your max heart rate? No. Well, theoretically it's 220 minus your age because every year you lose one beat. Right. It's lower and lower. But here's the key that people don't know. If you use it, you don't lose it. So if you really? use your max heart rate, if you actually go up to your max heart rate, then you don't lose that beat. I got a guy, that same guy that eats that sandwich real slow. Yeah. He's 67 years old and he has a max heart rate of 182, which isn't possible wow. because he should be around 145. Right. But he's 182 still because he actually uses his max heart rate. That's so doing that HIIT workout will allow you to go to your max heart rate and you'll recover and you'll do it again 15 times and then you'll die at 15 minutes because it's so awful and hard, you'll fall over and die. And, um, and then if you don't die, you'll actually burn calories for 60 hours after the workout. There you go. Again, that's 60 hour king. There we go, well that was <laughs> a half hour. So Mark Fullerton, thanks for your time. We'll see you again soon. Anytime. You got it. I'll be having Mark Fullerton, I'm Pete Mazzetti. I'll move. Thanks, good night, we'll see you next week.